Welcome back to the Ultimate Playlist Podcast, Follow Choice Tracks. I'm Damon. I'm Dietrich. I'm Tyler. And I'm Taj. Tyler, you're you're not a Brandon. Okay. <laughs> uh, what? Well, uh, nope. yeah, that's cool. Yeah, nope, so, I'm uh, just here to fill in. Sorry. Yeah, no, this is uh, this is awesome. So we have we have a new uh, guest today, and that is Tyler. Um, and uh, I'm sure he's going to be just as amazing as uh, Brandon could ever be, um, or better. Who knows? Let's see. Uh, but so anyway, this uh, this time around, uh, we've talked about music videos a few times. Every time we come up with a song, Taj likes to watch videos. And then we get, you know, we get talking about them. And um, yeah, that's 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 one of the things that music, I think, was based on in the 90s uh, when you had head of MTV. Uh, I grew up with MTV. It's it still exists, but it's a little bit different now. Um, then you had VH1 and a million other things come out with videos. And uh, yeah, I mean, I always loved watching music videos growing up. Um, so many great ones. One of my favorite favorites was Thriller. Uh, my dad had given me an album. Um, the tape cassette. It was always a tape. That's how old I am. And uh, yeah, so I, I, I love that that album. It was so weird and scary, but then the video like blew me away and it brings you to another place. Um, so one of, one of the songs I picked, uh, she's a unique artist from the 90s. It's my favorite decade. Uh, it seems to be anyway. <laughs> I always try to pick stuff from the 90s for some reason. Um, but uh, Bjork. Bjork is, I think, one of my favorites as far as unique kind of like an odd before her time sound. Um, she was probably like, I'm sure she's motivated a lot of artists today to do the weird stuff that they do and throughout, you know, the last 30 years or so. But um, uh, the song I picked is Army of Me. And it's from 1995's album Post. And the video is just so weird. Uh, the video is, I actually learned that it's about her brother and his, uh, he has like a lot of like issues that he has to work through. And so it's really like, it's like a, I don't know, like a family therapy thing for her. <laughs> And her brother and I, I, I can really tell a little bit help my sister out with a lot of stuff when I was growing up and you know, I come with a, a family of four so we had our issues too <laughs> and if I made music and videos maybe I would have made a video for one of my siblings who knows but uh yeah so I guess um, that's you can't really tell about looking at the video <laughs> there's like a gorilla there's like this like steampunk kind of like really cool I think imagery that is kind of before it's time too and I'm sure that you know some of these older videos they get like touched up with a little bit of uh, you know better video video quality color stuff like that. The 90s isn't exactly the 80s, but even in the 80s there's stuff that you know that still looks pretty progressive and good right now. Um, but uh, yeah, and that's that's primarily the 80s. I think is when really music videos were first starting to pop. And there's there's you know lots of songs about that. And, you know, I think there's like I think we might have mentioned video killed the radio star and so all all of that happened in the 80s and then the 90s got a little bit more edgy you had movies like the matrix come out so they're trying new th 
scenes with video and then music videos took some of that, I think, and threw it in there. And yeah, you lose. I don't know if you lose the art or if you add to it, but uh, yeah, you're, you're getting one person's perspective and that's the artist's. So it might, it might change what you created in your mind about the song when you watch the video. Sometimes I'm disappointed. Sometimes it's right on. But, uh, what do you guys, what do you guys think about Bjork? And did you like, did you like her video, Army of Me? Oh, well, I'll go ahead and start off. Um, <laughs> first of all, I love Bjork. Um, I, I love her abstract thought process. I love her videos and how they never really adhere to what we consider to be the norm. Um, I definitely love this video and how it flowed. Uh, it was really all over the place, but it was meant. And you could tell when it was purposely done. So, um, I really love the fact when she went to, uh, the dentist's office and the nurse that came out and it was just the most craziest demented look, but it was her natural. Yeah. Life. It was like, oh no, where the hell did y'all find her? And you go in and she's battling with the gorilla with the diamond that was taken out of her mouth. And I would fire the gorilla too if we took a diamond out of my mouth. I'm telling you right now, because you know, I don't I don't have great teeth by any means. So if I had a diamond up in there, yeah, we're <laughs> But outside of that, the video concept was definitely um definitely an eye opener. Um it was something to watch. And yeah, it was a great pick all in all, man. I have no complaints about it. What what about the crazy part that the car actually runs on diamonds? Like <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's like a statement there. I think she's trying to make statements with, I think it actually has to do with like healthcare and how it's like for profit. That's what I got from it. So even, uh, so here you go. Even though you're watching, we're watching the video, we don't exactly know still what the hell she's trying to say. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, there's a lot of teeth. Say, have you seen the price of gas lately, Tosh? <laughs> right. Yeah, you may as well be uh, shooting diamonds into the puppy, spitting out, right. whatever. <laughs> Gas doesn't even work that well. Uh, yeah. Electric? No. Uh, maybe someday. But yeah. No, it, it, I... Uh... So I like Bjork. I've seen Dancer in the Dark and I'm probably listened to a couple of her songs. I did like the music video for this one. I do like that third act turn where she turns into like a terrorist for love. <laughs> like You're like, okay. <laughs> like you're just a straight up terrorist. And then it's like, oh, but she loves him and we'll come up. So I feel better now. <laughs> so. Yeah. I mean, like you can see that it's like, she's really trying to, this is like a struggle. I guess it makes sense. She's trying to help her brother there and yeah you know so he could like take better care of himself <laughs> stop going to the wrong dentist i guess I don't know. Yeah. so <laughs> it, you guys have seen dancer in the dark right no i haven't actually i mean oh okay i won't spoil it then never mind it the, the ending there's a scene it's like a movie scene ending and i'm like no that there's like a, a, mo a movie logic that's just not there and you're like yeah <laughs> but it's okay i won't spoil it so it's been out for how long? <laughs> okay. I seen it by now. Uh, okay. No, you, I mean you can keep it a secret, but yeah. Oh. <laughs> it is. It's just a silly movie logic. Yeah. So, so do you want me to spoil it or, or not? Cool. Tyler, how do you feel about your, oh, okay. you know, I liked it. I really liked the nostalgia feel, you know, from that, uh, the nineties music video feel like made me think of like the early, early MTV, you know, staying up till way too late on a school night, watching music videos, having fun. Um, and I, you know, the kind of that hook out of left field where you get the diamond out of your mouth. Right. And then you take that and you, you throw it into the car. That was kind of, 
know, entertain entertaining for me, I guess. So, like definitely didn't expect it. And it was it was kind of cool to see something new in a music video um, from an artist that I have recently been introduced to through my fiance. Um, so that's kind of cool. I definitely want to start exploring more of Bjork's discography and things like that. Um, and I kind of like at first was getting like a little bit of like anarchy, maybe matrixy vibes at the start of the music video. And then towards the yeah. end, like Taj said, <laughs> I was like, oh, you know, it's, it's chaos for the, you know, the ones that you love. And sometimes that's what you need, right? That's what you need to do. It's make a little chaos for those that you love. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I can relate to that. Staying up late, listening to music videos and, uh, yeah, no, definitely for sure. So your wife, like fantasy your- factory happened. Yeah. <laughs> uh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she d- she does. She saw me watching the the music video today, and she's like, oh, "Bjork." <laughs> I had it in my he- earphone. She's like, like "I no, never knew." Yeah. Right. I miss BET on cut. That's why we're the best, but we're not. We're not going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So, uh, who's next, Damon? All right, Dietrich, you're up. <laughs> uh, why not? All right, so. Um, I kind of went a little bit less of the situation because I, I understood the assignment. I understood what I needed to bring to it. Uh, this particular song that I chose, I really honestly didn't like it. Um, really because, um, even though I knew the artist and I was, I was well adept with the artist, uh, this particular song really had to grow on me because it was just one of those that was just so obnoxious and in your face. And then I saw the video and then I put two and two together and it perfectly made sense. So, um, what I'm talking about is this came off a 2001 album, which is actually a sophomore album um technically it would be his third we'll go with the sophomore album um this was the first hit off of that album that he released as a single uh, it wound up being one of the biggest hits on that particular album and kept him in the loop but he also got credit for being uh, one of those creative artists that was uh kind of put on the side of Buster Rhymes where you just came out with outlandish videos and, and something to keep the eye going as well as the sound so after I saw the video it actually made me fall in love with the song itself um and that was that was a big draw for me because I really wasn't going to pick it, but then I had to go back and think like this actually did make a difference to was was this particular situation. So it's from word of mouth. For those who don't know what I'm talking about, uh, Chris Lava Lava, a.k.a. Ludacris. Um, the reason why I love this particular video was because that was the first time that I seen the artist use the big head all the way through. Um, it was one of those in your face type situations, big head, little body looking ass. Um, <laughs> but uh, it was one of those things. It was like it was very creative for its time. Um, it was very simplistic at his time and yet complex only because of the way that the video was shot so um, he already had a big head so it's just totally fit when he made just that much he wanted <laughs> um, but yeah it was just one of those things that kind of caught you off guard and actually made you fall in love with the video because it was still bad video on top of that so it had him moving crazy fast in certain situations and other situations it was like a stop shots type situation so it actually worked out when that production came out so tell me what y'all think about Ludacris rollout, aka my business. Literally telling everybody to mind their own business. The <laughs> minding is, and he's making a lot of money because of it. <laughs> uh, I liked it. I, I I'm pretty sure I have heard the song before. I had never seen the music video before, but it, that was is crazy. And yeah, um, it, I I guess I was picturing because I didn't know because the music video I picked was when I was like little little. So I'm not sure if you had seen it when you were little because I could see if you were young like why it would stand out. But yeah, I was. 
it, it's enjoyable, especially with the big head. Like it's it's kind of playful. And you're like, okay, and then yeah, it just yeah. He's he's like, look at all the cool stuff I have now. Mind your own business. <laughs> Go away. Like I'm doing my stuff. I'm having fun. <laughs> I'm not causing no trouble. <laughs> you mind your own business. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. So but it it was an enjoyable for sure, and I liked it. Yeah, it's like a what 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 year did that come out? That album, two thousand one. Okay, that makes sense. I was like, okay, so it's like right after the nineties, early two thousands. It's still the same kind of thing. Where, oh, I know how to make somebody's head big now. Let's do it through the whole video. <laughs> <laughs> so Ludacris is just walking around with a big head. I mean, I don't know if he has a big head, really, but um, oh yeah, you know, yeah, his personality matches the video, but yeah, yeah. Nice. <laughs> but he's got the bling and all that. He's riding. He's got the ladies. I mean, it's what I would expect from a Ludacris. It makes me jealous, right? Uh, but yeah, no, the uh, the the songs. Pretty cool. It's not like my favorite song. I think you even said for yourself a song your favorite song. But uh, the video does help a little bit. It actually it makes it more intriguing. It kind of tells his story a little bit more um, than it would just listening to it. I think you get more out of it. And even if you're hearing his words, like you're when you see the video, it's like it does tell a better story. It captivates you better. Uh, in his case. <laughs> For sure, but a lot of like a lot of videos, though it's like you never actually know what they're trying to say. That it was a Timberland produced track. Um, it was one oh, of those okay. big big band, big big brass type sounds that came out, and, and uh, he he literally put the little digitized parts behind it, and, and it was simplistic in nature at the time. And now I'm looking back at it, I was like, that was one of the good times of music because not everybody sounded the same, and so especially him coming out yeah. with these videos when everybody else was just doing a regular street corner and. You know, a fancy ride and a fancy car got five girls around all type of stuff he found a way to make it playful and fun so yeah i, I definitely like the video more than i like the song and the video actually made like yeah i'm kind of in that same boat where this isn't my favorite ludicrous song but definitely at it i gained a new respect for it after watching the video um because it first of all i want that jumpsuit please yeah. <laughs> like that looks comfortable and i just want it um second like i i loved when he would use the big head in some of his other videos right and then to see him do it through the whole video it was just i was like oh, this is what i wanted and i never knew i needed it right until i saw it <laughs> this time um so it was really cool to kind of see that and you know get to get, have a new appreciation for a song that i've listened to for 20 plus years now that, uh, you know, I get to appreciate it in a new light after watching the music video created for it to go along with it. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. And I was, I was just going to, I looked it up cause I was curious, but it, I, this is kind of like, it, you said 2001. So it's like three years into the little homies figures being out. Like, cause that's what I kind of felt like it, cause it's not chibi style, right? It's not anime where it's like, you know, head as big as the body, right? This is kind of like the head's bigger, but you know, the body's still like two thirds. So that's why I was like, okay. I'm just, yeah, that's why I thought it stood out. But yeah. Said a little <laughs> yeah, well, because those, those were everywhere <laughs> in the 90s, 2000s. Like, they were the, the, uh, the latest version of the garbage pill kids. <laughs> right? <laughs> 
Oh man, I remember those little things. Yeah, they were everywhere. <laughs> so you can get them at the little, little, um, what is it, the little vending machines, uh, HEB. Mm-hmm. Found a little thing and it comes out and it was like, every time you wanted to go get a different character, it came out with the same one. Again, 30 of the same character. Same little twist now, but then finally found another one. It's like, cool, I only got 20 more to go. <laughs> right? So. I, oh, Tosh, what you got first, man? Oh, what do I got? Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so this will kind of explain my childhood a little bit. I don't know. So um, growing up, we had just regular TV antenna. We did have a satellite dish, but we didn't have anything special on it. We just watched a lot of movies. So uh, when I can't tell you reason why or how, but somehow I drove with my stepsister all the way down like five hours south to see my stepbrother. And he was older, just gone out of college, and he lived in the apartment, paid for cable, and they had MTV playing, right? And so the thing was like, I've always kind of been obsessed with the Muppets. <laughs> and so like, you know, it was kind of because I got from my family, they really liked the Muppets. So I saw this music video for the first time uh, as a music video, not as the song itself. Um, and so the the song that I picked in the, vu- the music video was Land of Confusion uh, by Genesis. And uh, if you don't know what it is, it's a it's a music video that has puppets. Uh, it has Ronald Reagan and Nancy Reagan at the beginning, and uh, it's just a crazy, <laughs> crazy music video. But it's one of those, it's like, ooh, puppets! And I was excited for it, and then it's like, I have no idea what's going on, but this is craziness. Like, uh, it's like, it's a modern Muppets, but yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, and it was one of those where I, I really liked it, and I've probably spoken about this before, but my sister things that whenever she plays Phil Collins music, she gets bad luck. So, but I think Genesis was one of those where she was okay to play Genesis because it wasn't Phil Collins on his own. <laughs> so, but yeah, so I was like, okay. That's- yeah, what a what a crazy video. <laughs> I don't even know where the hell they got this shit from. Like, fucking crazy-ass Muppets and Ronald Reagan running around. Like, that's that was the like the Reagan days. So they had to do a Muppet, like, montage <laughs> for right. a minute. But it was like, yeah, very political, I think. Yeah. And I I like Phil Collins sometimes a little bit better than Genesis when he's with Genesis. Um, but it's like completely different music. Like Genesis, they had like a different like uh, stance, I guess. And I liked it. It was definitely, they're definitely good. I'm not going to shit on Genesis because I mean, what a great band. And then, you know, obviously Phil Collins was in it. So uh, one of my favorite artists for sure. But yeah, that's some crazy shit, dude. When I saw, I remember seeing that when I was a little kid, just being like blown away. And, you know, it's like another example of music videos, like changing my view on the song. And that's all I think of when I hear this now is that video. I think a lot of people know this video is a pretty, that's a pretty big one. But um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, kudos to the uh, creator of these puppets, too, man. Damn, right. That wasn't easy. <laughs> I'm sure, it, sure, it took some time. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was, I was thinking about going in. I was like, yeah, I think I'm, I'm thinking I'm gonna back off. 
Um, I I do expect this from Taj. Um, this this <laughs> is a Taj pick. I I is one hundred percent a Taj pick. Um, I do remember the video. I do remember being a little kid wondering how come that looks so much like Ronald Reagan. <laughs> <laughs> how come Nancy Reagan looks so crazy? And then, yes, it, it was a, a political propaganda piece that that literally threw out to the world, basically exposing all the leaders that absolute power corrupts absolute, and any and every Everybody can get it if you're in somebody's crosshair. So, you know, we're, we're giving our world over to these people that have none of our best interests. And that's that's the thought that he was coming from. And, and that's the thought that the band was coming from. So they put that out there. And yeah, they got a lot of flack for that. Because this was back in the time when we were actually supporting our presidencies and supporting our leaders. And because we didn't know any better <laughs> at the time. You know, ignorance <laughs> is blip. Um, But it was one of those situations where, you know, they definitely had to put a message out. They put that message out, and I did not expect that from Genesis at all. Um, but coming to find out, you know, looking back over the video, there were so many things that I missed as a kid that now when I go back and look at it, it was like, oh, man, all Mason. And everybody just kind of took it as a music video and, and kind of employed on words. But they, they literally got flack on that from the government and some other entities um, that actually came after them for that. Um, they were uh, even uh, uh, at one point in time, there were even lawsuits they were trying to hit up against Bill Collins and Genesis for those type of, they were calling political slander um at the yeah. time i was just like wow i i i'd like to see them actually prosecute that to the fullest but you know they didn't they wound up coming out with a settlement for the situation um but, but of course after that the video saw a whole lot less airplay than when it originally was slated so that kind of made sense that was my first indication of big brother's wife yeah. and don't get me started no i'm not a conspiracy theorist not by any means i just i i recognize certain patterns that are going on and i try to either stay away or follow patterns as much as possible without putting it out to the world. So, you know, I, I definitely understand how, how the politics flows. Um, if that video would have came out now, they would have been, you know, they would have been canceled. <laughs> to, to claim it short. Um, yeah, by who, right? It's like a, a, yeah. But, but, I mean, but, I think I mean, a lot of people would have liked it still. But. Yeah, but I, I think the interesting thing is like, because I find this even with like Frank Turner, like it, well, Bill Collins is British, right? There, He's English, yeah. so like, like they're willing to talk shit about the U.S. Like you're like, what are you gonna do? Huh? Like I can go back to England anytime. <laughs> so make music, you know. But yeah, so yeah, you know, we had and they had BBC, and, right? Uh, this was, you know, no, get your minds out the gutter. No, we're not talking about that BBC. We're talking about yeah. the actual British chat. Right, yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, they, they literally had, you know, their thumb on the print when it came to the United States and our, our particular thought process when it came to the political standpoint and what we did in the back, back end versus, you know, what we were showing in our hand. So, you know, it's definitely one of those that I think could still raise an eyebrow today if it was to bring being brought back up. Mm. Um, somebody would put it on a TikTok video, it would go viral because everybody's trying to figure out where it's coming from. So, you know, it's definitely something to take a look at. And it was a it was, a big, it was a big chance for them to put that video out. Um, I don't remember Genesis ever had doing any other kind of Muppets before. Yeah. Um, they probably have, but I think this was the first time that they were playing outside of video or outside themselves. So, yeah, I would love to see them come back out with an updated version <laughs> of this. <laughs> So, yeah. Do a, do a 2023 remix and see what kind of Muppet characters will be up in there now. That, that would be crazy. Yeah. What do you think, Tyler? Uh, so my first thought was, uh, was this music video directed by Jeff Dunham? 
because that's kind of like the face style of his puppets too, right? So right, yeah, uh, that kind of threw me for a loop. And then you know, I was like, oh, okay, I like music videos that are a little bit outside of the norm, anyways. So like, I like things more where it's like, uh, you know, uh, animated or drawn or different outside of people. It just it it holds my attention a little bit better. Um, at first, I didn't kind of catch that that was um, the Regans. So now that I kind of I pulled up the video and watched it again. As it can kind of like see how they could catch that flack, right? And it's it's a political statement. And um, honestly, I heard this song first as a cover, right? Uh, I'm uh, a little bit younger here, maybe than some of you guys here. So I heard this first as like a, the Disturbed cover. So now hearing this originally through Genesis, I like this so much better than I like the version that Disturbed did. I'm glad and, to hear you say that. <laughs> Like uh, I like Disturbed too, though they're fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, I do too. Like, don't get me wrong; they did a good job with the cover, and I like it in that heavy style. I just, I really like their specific sound with it, and how they, they, um, you know, brought it to to life with their specific sound. Um, the puppets was an amazing use for a music video. Like, especially being a little bit older, that's so was so outside of the norm. It probably, you know, when it first came out, was like, oh, look at this! Like, everyone was like, oh, maybe we should start doing that. And then once they started getting in clack, maybe people. Would kind of came a little bit more apprehensive they're like oh let's not copy the people who got into a lot of trouble for it but i would yeah i would love to see people do more things like that with the music video like using different kinds of media yeah i think it's a really good point like a lot of art too that you see today like i'm a visual artist and i i used paint you know just like and canvas and it wasn't you know photoshop <laughs> but then i started getting into that when i was in my early 20s is when they that's when they came out with a lot of the you know like um digital software for for artists and so that's what i first went to school for too was design and then uh, decided I didn't want to do that because it was too digital. But uh, it's very competitive, too. Like, you can do a lot with, um, I think, puppets, I guess. I don't know, like, what kind of craft that is, like, necessarily sculpting and stuff like that. But, like, a lot of the older movies, too. Like, I love how there's not CG. There's no CGI. It's, like, a lot of it's... I mean, there might be... Yeah, no, really. There's no, like, other than an overlay for a cartoon or something. It's all uh, props that they're making. And then they use the right lighting and the right, you know, I guess, like, materials. And, you know, so it's not too shiny or whatever. But, like, they had to do that with their hands. I right. mean, like, like, Aliens, you know, that's a great movie. And that's not CGI. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I, I, I think that style is so weird. It is so unique, like you're saying. Like, it's, like, kind of, like, Play-Doh looking, like, real. <laughs> It looks like a cartoon, but it's not. You're like, what the fuck? Someone's on, someone's on a bad acid trip or something. Like <laughs> so for sure. So okay, sounds good. So who's our uh, who's our last person there, Damon? Well, Tyler, uh, what you got, man? Yeah. So um, <clears throat> a song I chose is called Chalk Chell uh, from uh, EDM artist or group. It's a duo called Ganja White Knight.
and it is off of their 2018 album The Origins. Um, I kind of chose the song because the music video is something that I got to experience for the first time um, at the Gorge Amphitheater in Washington um, during sunset with the, the stage between me and the sunset. Um, so I got to experience that with my fiance for the first time. And then um, just the the content of the video itself, kind of focusing on like our relationship with nature and how we can affect it. You know, some kind of use nature to get what they want or they destroy nature to kind of, you know, expand their empire. And then there's others who are kind of coexisting and kind of makes me think about, you know, my relationship with nature and how I should be more coexisting and, and respectful to my space and the, the world around me. Um, and, you know, another thing is I really love the art style of the music video um, is done by a Belgium artist named Ren Ebo. Um, he does all of the music videos for Ganja White Knight and all of their music videos in this art style are within this the same universe. It's called the Wobble universe that they have um, where it kind of tells their story and a little bit of their vision and things like that. And they share um, some of their music videos with like people that they work with and they incorporate this into this, this very beautiful um, universe that they have created in this art style. And um, I just every time I see one of the videos, I just get a huge smile and makes me remember that moment of being at that amphitheater with the sun and video and the music. All right. Um, first and foremost, excellent pick, bro. I'm just going to say that outright. Um, I was not knowing what to expect because I hadn't heard too much from the band themselves. Um, but listening to the actual song first um, on Apple Music and then going to watch the video, complete mindfuck. Um, that that was like watching greatest versions of Dragon Ball Z on acid. And <laughs> just, I kind of put it out there bluntly. Um, but the story that was being told was immaculate, um, to say the least. And then on top of that, knowing that there's an actual story arc behind everything that's going on with the actual music and it lines up. And they, they literally have shot their own movies, essentially, all within a five, six minute term, which is outlandish. It's crazy. So for that alone, you definitely got my eye and my ear on what's going forward. So I definitely love that. And I'm glad that you brought that to us because, you know, I think we kind of get stuck in our own little wheelhouse of things that we like and, and you know, need to look a little bit beyond um, certain situations. And this was definitely a buzzing beyond situation. So, yeah, it has to to you, man. That was a hell of a pick. Thank you. Thank you. I wanted to kind of try and pick something that might be a little bit more obscure for most people, but something that, you know, holds a very special place in my heart. Nice. A plus on both of them. Got it. Thank you. Yeah, I can I could, I could say this is like a, yeah, this is a phenomenal video. Like they put that much time into that, you know, that's like, uh, that's insane. I mean, that's like a, it's like a movie <laughs> and that's just one song. So do you know, do they make a video for every song that they do or is it just like select like really, really big, meaningful songs? I mean, they're probably all are. To them, they're all meaningful, right? Right. So they, they, um, they choose specific songs to be in the universe and they choose specific yeah. artists to work with, um, to, uh, include into the universe, right? And then they have Ren Ebo animate it. And so what they do is they use, um, he wasn't in the video itself, but they use, uh, Ganja White Knight's kind of avatar is, he's called Mr. Wobble. He's got this purple helmet and a little like M that lights <laughs> up in it. And he's just got a orange jumpsuit for her body and he's just big old okay. fat wobbly guy. Um, um, so they include him and like the other artists kind of like avatar or 
um, logo or whatever, and um, just kind of build a story based on the sound. Um, and then not every video gets them. They kind of choose like it started out, out with the the first video that they did. It was just called Mr. Wobble. And then they okay. did the second one where it was they wanted to kind of expand it and they introduced a new character where they called it Dark Wobble. It was like a, a green version of the same guy. And um, everyone was like, we want more of this. So then they started kind of adding to it. And then people kept kept loving the videos and the music that, that would come with them. Um, and they kept asking for more. And, you know, they they loved the reaction they got from playing the videos at their shows that they listened. They yeah. kept they keep adding. So like the more albums that they come out, there are more and more videos that get made for the different songs. Nice. Right. Yeah, I like it. I like that story. It's pretty badass. It, and I, I do on this one particularly, I mean, because I've watched a couple of the other ones. This one has way more animation than some of the other ones because some of the which is fine i mean because they do a cool thing where they do the repeat animation but they just put a different layer on it in some of the other videos but this one's like pretty much straight across like you, there's not a lot of repeat animation with new layers on it and like um the story is kind of amazing i, I like it uh are, are there there i meant to ask you but maybe you don't know are they from america or are they uh european or they're from belgium Okay. The reason why is uh, I asked that specifically is because I grew up in New Mexico, right? And so we have a lot of stuff with the conquistadors. Like it's 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 weird because like the culture kind of celebrates because that's our interest. But at the same time, like they were invaders. Like let, let's just admit it. Like they went down to Mexico, invaded, brought disease, and you know that's probably what kept them alive is that they had diseases that wiped out half of the population, right? And so it, I I got that very colonists vibe you know especially the garbs that they were wearing and you're like oh yeah this they know what they're talking about it's somebody coming to colonize and you're like yeah but kind of yeah. reminds me of the movie the road to el dorado right like the conquistadors coming in they have the same armor style exactly I mean, yeah it's called chalk chell the, the female uh lead in road to el dorado is named chell like it's it's very i was like wow maybe they did model it after that that's yeah. kind of what i like to think is the truth right so my little ad can in there <laughs> Yeah, for, for sure. But yeah, it, I, I enjoyed it a lot. And the song was, was really good. But yeah, uh, when you told us about it and you told us to, to watch the video with it, I, I went straight for the video. I should have probably listened to it first. But yeah, the, the video itself is amazing with the music. So yeah, so nice. Uh, nice. Uh, so it uh, looks like we, uh, anybody else have to say anything? Damon, good. All right, cool. Um, yeah, I'm good. All right. So usually, you know, when we start these episodes, we've got pretty much the work like a record, right? We side A is when we pick the theme and we pick the songs to match up with the theme. Side B is where we actually come in and talk about an album where somebody gave us homework. So let's go ahead and flip that record over to side B. Damon. Yeah, what's up? Your turn there, buddy. Oh, okay. Yeah. I love it when it's my turn. I hate yeah. homework, but yeah, <laughs> I like to talk too much, I think. But um, that's, that's all right. If you're if you're listening to me talk, then maybe maybe you like what I have to say. If not, well, that's all right too. Uh, <laughs> I have choice words for you. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, these are about choice tracks. So my uh, choice album is by a band that I I think is. Um, Flew under the radar probably a lot. I don't know if that's uh, 
necessarily good or bad, but um, the Van Chevelle and it's, it's the album from 2002. Wonder what's next? And uh, yeah, no, I think that I think that this this album kind of like starts out really hard. And I always like for some reason the first song and like albums that I really like are usually they're either really good or really bad. I think I've said this before, but uh, Family System seems to be my favorite sound. with this on um there's yeah there's a lot of different like sound well there's a couple different sounds on this album i think it starts out really hard and it sort of like fades into to like a sort of like um it has like meaningful songs and then there's there's some that are that are really touching uh topics like racism and um you know like i guess like I don't know if it talks a lot about like maybe like the police or like just how people like are treated uh, based on their, you know, who they are. But yeah, I think it's, that's one of the things that really uh, drew me to this band. As I was listening to this album the first time, I, I listened to it like over and over again, like working on stuff around the house, whatever. I started hearing more and more of the songs. I'm like, oh, wow, this is like pretty badass, like early progressive rock. Um, I think it's more of a progressive rock band. They're kind of metal, but kind of not. So sometimes that's a draw for me, but then I really like metals too. So, uh, But uh, the album cover is kind of weird. I think it's like a frog moving. <laughs> Headbanging, a frog headbanging. I don't know if that's actually what it is, but that's what I got out of it. So, um, but yeah, I think I think Chevelle, yeah, definitely like one of those bands that um, for sure was like drew me in after not hearing them on the radio because I think they had a lot of radio hits in the early two thousands. A lot of these the bands like Chevelle. Like I think I I must have saw them at Ozfest in two thousand three. Um, I went to I think it was Dallas. I saw Ozfest, and they were one of the one of the big openers there. Um, I don't really even remember too much about Ozfest in 2003, other than I was there, and it was really hot. And I think that like you know people couldn't take it too much because there was like pavement out there and the, like parking lot area. It was really weird. And then there was like a, an arena and. Lamb of God was there. There's people doing like this like big giant whirlwind of uh, like a mosh pit that looked like a fucking tornado of people. It was really, really weird. Uh, but yeah, Chevelle was there. They were fucking rocking it out. And yeah, so uh, yeah, no, I, I definitely like, I like the band for their sound. I like the band for uh, their message that they, the messages that they put out. Um, these guys are from Illinois. So I don't know. I usually pick Canadian bands, but I guess <laughs> this time I'm picking a band from Illinois. Uh, so it doesn't seem as cool. I don't know. <laughs> But um, yeah, so it's uh, the Dean Bernard Bernardini, Pete Lafier, and Sam Lafier brothers. So that's that's the original band, um, or members of the 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 band. So I think they did change up some members, but uh, uh, progressive rock for sure. I like I just like their sound. I, I was I was kind of afraid to to use this album as a choice album um, before because you know I didn't know what people would think of of that or like you know if it was gonna get shot down. But you know now I I don't really give a shit. So um, I like it. <laughs> If you like it, cool. If not, well, eh, whatever. But uh, yeah, so Chevelle, 
Um, wonder what's next. So, uh, family system was your pick, right? Oh, uh, well, I had I probably had like a ton of picks, but I I like family system because I like how that album t- that album starts out with that okay. like heavy guitar and just that sound. Um, I kind of want to say like their sound is their sound. They they didn't pull a lot from other bands in my opinion um and there are the early 2000s like kind of like the start of this style of rock i think in the 90s you know you had you had bands like this a lot in the 90s too but um yeah no they've they put their time in for sure but yeah that was my pick i'm interested to hear what you guys had to what what you guys picked for your choice track off this album um and then maybe i can mention one or two of my uh my favorites off of it so okay um I'll let Tyler go since he's he's first here. <laughs> he's new. Yeah. Well, thanks, Tosh. Um, so this is actually an album I used to listen to a lot when I would come home from school and study. So I would listen to this quite a lot. Nice. Um, I, I would have to say my choice track off of this album is the Send the Pain Below. So send the pain below Um, that song's always kind of connected with me. Um, I am kind of the person in my friend group who kind of likes likes to try and help when people are feeling down. So, you know, songs about pain and, you know, trying to make it feel better kind of resonate with me because that's what I try and do. Um, but, you know, I, I agree with you where, like, their sound is their sound, right? Like, you, you can tell it's a Chevelle guitar sound as soon as you hear it. I love that the, they've got the, the two, right? They've got the little bit harder sound and they've got the little bit softer sound. I love that softer sound to their guitar. I love the melodies they play with it. I just, I think that what they did with, with their guitars and their songs is masterwork. Yeah, no, there's, there, for sure. I mean, you hit it right, you know, the nail, the nail on the head with that. With this, this album definitely has that mix of sounds. Um, yeah, uh, glad that you appreciate this band. <laughs> what do you think, Tosh? Oh, what do I think? Oh, I was going to let Dietrich, but I, I can jump in. Oh, okay. So, uh, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and let you talk. Dietrich, do you want to go, Dietrich? I got you. I got you. <laughs> so, I'll go over my head for five years. No, I'm past that. I'm good. I'm out of that. I'm good. So, first of all, I appreciate listening to metal while you do homework. That's how I was <laughs> when I was younger. But yes. mine was like Bill and Ted's Focus Journeys and, you know, Guns N' Roses, which wasn't quite metal, but kind of metally. Uh, this, I, whenever I hear this, this just sounds like 90s metal to me. Uh, good or bad. I liked it. It's 90s metal. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed this, this album. Um, it, I, I don't know. I didn't get as deep with you as the lyrics, but like the songs themselves were good. You kind of took my pick with send the pain below, but I got a backup one. So it's all good. But yeah, th- that one is, yeah, this was a, a cool album is nice to listen to it. Um, I would have picked the song off of the extended version because it's an actual song that I knew. Um, like, and I was surprised because I thought maybe I would know some songs on here. Um, I'm probably gonna, which one am I gonna pick? Um, I'll probably do Comfortable Liar. That'd probably be the song I pick, so. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, by the way, it, I got to jump in. It, when you said frog, I went and looked at the picture. It's like, I can see where you're talking about frog. But, it, but looking carefully, it's more clearly a glass filled with something that was dropped on the ground and broke. Yeah, it's like a shattered shot. wine glass. But <laughs> if you look at it in the right light, it looks like a frog headbeat. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> The mix of heavy and not so heavy. <laughs> heavy and not so heavy. <laughs> Trying to get R2 with it here. Come on, man. I, I got Come you. Come on, Tej. <laughs> so. so I'll come in saying that I definitely love this album. I bought this album three different times. Um, I listened to it a thousand times. Uh, when I first heard this band, it was from their actual lead single uh, coming from this album. Uh, that in itself drew me in. And uh, yes, I'm going to be the sellout and I'm going to pick the red. The red Well, it filters through just because that that's what pulled me in. Um, normally, I would go for the obscure tracks. It's not everybody else's favorite, but in this case, sue me. I don't care. <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going for the runner. Here's why. When I first heard that particular track, um, I literally thought they were a grittier Weezer. Um, and then as I listened to the album itself, they totally separated themselves from any of them. Yes, they did show, you know, complexity in their lyrics. Um, it wasn't as deep as you heard in some others, but it didn't have to. Um, the songs and the melodies helped themselves. So everything else just kind of blended in together for this perfect harmony. A little bit of progressive rock, a little bit of hard edge, and a lot of sensory overload, um, so to speak. So getting into this particular album, I definitely loved it. I loved a couple of tracks, especially the ones that y'all called out uh, for sure. But if if, if I'm going to, you know, bad off in the end of the night, I'm hitting the home run with the red because that that shit literally drove me crazy trying to figure out those guitars than that sound of the guitar because they just made it so gritty and so earthy and it's just like yes you felt the pain coming in from that particular song you felt you know the edge of somebody was about to put brushed over I, I particularly love the video um you know where they're sitting in you know an attic circle or a protective circle and, and you just flip out and you just act stone cold crazy because you something just pushed you over that end. and you know I, during the time when I was listening to it I definitely was going through some personal heartaches you know with dealing with divorces and things of that nature so for me um, this is a song that kept me from going over the edge because I would just rock out in the damn car or, or in my headphones and just kind of keep to myself so it was one of those mending situations it was like a self-medication only no drugs or alcohol needed I just needed to put my headphones on and push play and that's all it took so this was one of my redeeming factors so I definitely have no regrets in listening to the particular album. And the albums that have come since then, they've definitely elevated their style. They've grown into it. Um, they know where their sound is. Is it as commercial as it once was? No, but it doesn't have to. All he has to do is just touch the people that he's meant to touch and everybody else will fall in line with it. Um, if they ever decide to, to go out and do a tour, they're definitely going to have their cult fans that are come come to the tour. They're going to pick them up and, you know, that would be the greatest shit ever. So that's the true nature of music. It's not meant for the mass it's meant for the few that actually understand what artists are coming from and everybody has their turn to listen to what they want to listen to and if you don't want to hear it change the station change the channel flip over to another playlist but I guarantee you one of these songs
songs come on on your playlist, you're going to let it play. That's just how I feel with it. And yes, I do agree with you, Damon. They are underrated for sure. Um, you know, definitely undervalued um, for what their, their contributions are to the music industry. But it's also because, you know, behind the scenes, they really didn't play by industry rules. <laughs> you know, they definitely tried to keep as, as to themselves as possible. And, you know, the limelight didn't really fade them like that. So that was, it was kind of like a good situation, a blessing in disguise. Because otherwise, I think if they were kept up to the, you know, limits of what the music industry has for people, then they would definitely gotten burnt out. So, you know, kudos to them for kind of keeping a low profile, sticking it to the music, not worrying about the behind the scenes drama or anything or somebody sleeping with somebody's wife or somebody got the Playgirl model of the month and the next thing you know, she's broken up a whole family. So it's like, yeah, they, they definitely kept themselves out of the limelight in that aspect and I completely understand that completely. So outside of that, I think it was a great pick, great album, great way to, you know, get back into the tone of Chevelle and uh, hopefully we can have some listeners that come out of it and definitely want to give them Shot, so. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I appreciate all that you just said, Dietrich. Um, and also Tyler's point, like I, yeah, I think uh, so. Like some of the songs in here are about like um, you know, painful times and getting through things and helping people. And uh, the Sunday pain below is definitely one that hit me too. And yeah, I've gone through some shit, but uh, <laughs> this this album definitely is something that can help me get through that. Um, but I think when I brought this album up too, Taj, you had mentioned there was a longer version, and now there's the expanded version is more than one songs, but there's only one song I wanted to bring up that's not on the shorter version, and that's um, uh, they do a cover of Shane O'Connor's Black Boys on mopeds. No, <laughs> so that's, that's, that was kind of cool. That's the wrong one to bring up. The, the right one to bring up is Until You're Reformed, because that's the song I knew. It like I didn't okay. know Red, but Until You're Reformed, that song I knew, because like you get that, that slow melody, and then you get that riff, and you're like, I've heard this song before. I don't know who originally did it. It must have been Chevelle, but that like that song, I can't tell you where I've heard it before yeah. but that's the if i if i could pick the song that's the one i would pick but it's on the extended version well fuck it we're talking about it so <laughs> that's your other pick um i mean it's like we it's weird because the, the extended version <laughs> <laughs> extended version has a lot more songs on it but um sometimes yeah, I like, that. like three more yeah like three or four but uh it's sometimes it's good when they do that sometimes it's kind of like you know it's overkill but oh yeah <laughs> i think with the, with the extended on this it definitely makes sense and you know like rest in peace you know connor but that was cool that they picked that and you know it's about police brutality and mm-hmm. yeah so glad you guys like it <laughs> <laughs> i thought i was gonna get talked i was like okay i picked something that maybe i like am i the weirdo but uh, yeah not that i care about that either but uh yeah no it's it's definitely one of my favorites and uh listeners if you haven't heard this if you're afraid to listen to chevelle because you think it's like gonna be douchey or something uh or whatever then you know give it a shot give this album a shot early 2000s something that was made over 20 years ago weird <laughs> <laughs> to me, it seems like it was like yesterday, but uh, glad I got to see him at Ozfest. Barely remember him, but that was a while ago. It was hot out. Yeah. Worse than, it seemed worse than the summer we just had here. 
Okay. All right. So before we uh get to the sign off parts and Taj's juicy little dick bits for us to to listen to, um, Tyler, look like you got some homework for us, buddy. What you got? Yeah. So I do have some homework for you. Um, I've got the album. It's called Unity by the artist Ganja White Knight. And it's one of my favorite albums. Um, it is one of my favorite groups right now. Um, and it is their album kind of supporting the people that they really like in the music scene right now. And it's their little homage to people making music. Cool. Nice. nice. All right. So, more more videos right? to watch. This is going to yeah. be good. <laughs> <laughs> more story arcs. Yes. I feel like I'm watching an anime scene. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Nice. Okay. More Ganja White Knight. I can't wait. Sounds like yep. it's going to be a good one. <laughs> I'm excited for you guys uh, to li- give it a listen. Yeah, I appreciate that. That'll work. All right, Taj, go ahead and hit you with your spiel. Okay. Uh, well, this has been Choice Tracks. You can find us on our website of choicetracks.com. We end with a Z, or you can email us at choicetracks at gmail.com. We have matching playlists on both Spotify and Pandora. And we ask that you please subscribe and listen to all past and future episodes. Let's go and sign out. I've been Taj. I'm Damon. I'm Tyler. And I'm Dietrich. And uh, we're going to pick up the needle. The Yankees spinning those choice tracks.